he's the Oscar Mayer wiener supplier. And he's going to supply some wieners to me hey. if he plays his cards right. have a nice little fuck buddy here but uh i believe that is now over which is that's really the only upsetting part about this is that i don't now have someone i can can i can have sex with whenever i want yeah but from what you told me you told him about the concepts of hotation throwing it back to an earlier Mm. episode guys we're just starting right now and he understands that he was he was your starter but like you have other people. Mm-hmm. There's a bench. You can go out there and go see some college teams and recruit. Yeah, yeah. that's a thing. I could no. don't actually go to college bars and college boys as your fuck buddies. Though they would probably be on a similar weird schedule to you. So in theory, not the worst idea. But in execution, yeah. no. they're children. Um I mean, he was also a child. He was a 27-year-old so, yeah. child, but it's fine. I can. I don't think men mature before 28. I'm <laughs> but fully the good convinced thing is, that. Is that. I have my second string coming in clutch this weekend, so that'll be fun. And he'll probably yes, you do. He will probably yes, be promoted to starter, and it'll be great. Problem solved. And all is well, and everyone's getting laid. Hello. Welcome to our podcast, because that's the topic of today. This is the 50 Worst Dates podcast, a podcast where we drink wine and talk true crime. No, I was just listening to wine I was going to say, we no, definitely we don't talk true uh, crime. We tell, we tell horror we stories. We do not do any of that, but not, not in the same vein of true crime. This is a show where we tell you about our exploits, we tell you about our listeners' exploits, and we tell you about the internet's exploits, and we chat it out as if we're all gals gabbing at lunch or brunch or drinks. Hello. I started drinking, and I haven't eaten dinner yet, and my name is Katie Coyle. Um, Hi. I went to Dunkin' Donuts, asked for one donut, and got three, and I also started drinking, and my name's Amanda Peacock. What a good day you're having. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Like, I'm genuinely jealous because I've accomplished things, but not nearly to the level you did. And And I didn't get free donuts. Not only did I see one Tesla, but I saw two Teslas. Yeah, so I sent you a Tesla. In theory, I saw three Teslas, and one of which I didn't even have to leave my apartment for. Mm -hmm. That's so many Teslas. I think not leaving your apartment and seeing a Tesla is extra lucky. Yeah. So today, uh, because we are very good at deciding topics based off of what's happening in our actual life, uh, we're going to be talking about a concept that is probably one of my favorites to discuss because it's such bullshit. And that Mm -hmm. is cue a rainbow formation, like the more you know, but it's slut shaming. And... Fucking slut shaming. Yeah, as we move into Thotum, you know, we we need to Thotum. <laughs> Wait, we should clarify clarify. We now we had Hot Girl mm-hmm. Summer. Meg the Meg the Stallion uh explained to us Hot Girl Summer. Now y'all, we are moving into Thotum. Yes. Where thoughts that is autumn 
and it is Sodom. <laughs> yes. It's also hot because it's still like yes. 80 fucking degrees out. But hey. um, and I'm still hot. Oh, um, <laughs> hey. but, uh, yeah, it took us like a million years, apparently, to cover slut shaming, even though we talked about it a lot. And apparently Amber Rose canceled her annual slut lock, slut, slut walk. That's the word slut walk this year. So somebody has to pick up the fucking slack. <laughs> And we were clearly on the same level as yeah. Amber Rose. We both previously dated Kanye yep. West. Fact. Fact or fiction. And we were both, yeah, definitely we were there. And we're here this week to talk about fucking slut shaming because it's trash yep. and I hate it. Thanks. I hate <laughs> it. Yep. That's pretty much uh, where I'm at as well. And I got slut shamed this weekend. Hey, by a grown ass man. I explained to. I explained to a man that I am somewhat unironically referring to myself as a hoe and I'm reclaiming it. And he tried, he almost made a joke in which he called me a hoe. And then he stopped and he's like, no, I shouldn't call you that. I'm like, good. (laughs) You're going to get laid again. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. Call yourself a hoe guys. It's, it's Honestly, liberating. But yeah, we're going to talk about some shit. I got some mm. science. But oh, what? I was What's just going to say. What's up? What's Honestly, up with you? just reclaim slut, reclaim hoe, reclaim whore, whatever you want. I hate being called a whore, but that's trauma related. So, but. I really like the meme that's like, I love my doctor. She asked me like, do you have any special <laughs> friends that you do activities ma'am, with? A whore. And I was like, ma'am, I'm a whore. <laughs> That's me, um, which is also relevant because we have a uh, horror <laughs> story about a nurse practitioner sh- slut shaming a girl that doesn't deserve, like doesn't remotely deserve to be slut shamed. Like if you were if you were gonna pick out your targets, this girl is not it. But like also still slut shaming is wrong. Um, so- sorry, spoilers. I have some fucking science. And we're just going to, and I have other little stories and vignettes. And yeah, uh, and then we're, yeah. Oh, and I have a really wonderful listener mail that's all in third person. um, And you'll find out why. So we're going to get started. So, (sighs) slut shaming. I could go on for ages about this. And honestly, you would have thought that I would have thought harder about how I wanted to kind of talk about the subject, but I didn't because that's how I roll. But yeah, so this weekend I got, uh, this form of slut shaming I think is one of the worst because it's like, it wasn't explicitly stated, but the message was there. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't, he didn't say you're a slut or whatever, but it was, it was pretty clear where he was headed because he was upset And what I don't understand is why people use slut shaming as like an argument tool and why like it should be a negative thing when I'm like, you're the one who was fucking four people while we dated. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Hello? Well, if we're going to traditional, if we're going to have like some traditional thought processes on anything, he's the one that wanted a non-monogamous relationship. Um, and my mother would call yeah. that slutty. And, I mean, so. I never once shamed him for it. So I guess let's just jump right in. So mm-hmm. 
If you refer back to the toxic relationships episode, which I'm not going to, you know, dive heavily into that, but for basically six months, I got referred to as a whore for a good portion of that. I cannot, I probably couldn't even count how many times I was called a whore or things like that and how he used that to abuse me, whatever. Um, it was, you know, you're not a virgin. You're a whore, so I should be able to do whatever I want with you whenever I want, how many times I want, etc. So it was like a very extreme form of slut shaming. And I don't know, it just, it obviously made me feel like shit constantly. And I was like, what is so wrong about having sex with people? Fuck. And, you know, I think the first time I ever truly experienced slut shaming, especially from a partner, was with good old, um, great value, Kellen Quinn. And throwback to episode one. Mm. And um, <laughs> so a week or so after we broke up, his friend, we were, <laughs> we were hanging out and we made out. That was it. We didn't do anything else. We just made out. He like pushed me up against my car and I was like, oh, I'm into this. And <laughs> that, was, that was my first stint into some rough play, man, was being pushed up against a car by a man who would later later be addicted uh, to heroin congratulations um and i fucked them both so okay. anyway uh this was it was pre-heroin though Congrats. and um anyway so great value kellen quinn found out which for those who don't know great value is the walmart brand so i'm yeah and i'm yeah we're saying walmart he's generic because i fucking hate walmart um but anyway, so uh, little Walmart brand Kellen Quinn found out that I had made out with his friend. And I mean, I, he was like rightfully upset. But at the same time, he cheated on me so he can go fuck off. Um, but he was like, you're a fucking slut, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, okay, says the person who literally had someone else's mouth on their dick while we were dating. But that's fine. He who has not fucked one of their ex's friends okay. throw the first stone, you know? Like we've I all fucking done it. it. And that's a problem. But like it just it just I think it happens naturally because you kind of go to the friends during a breakup and you kind of get close to them because there's someone that's they like, they know the situation. Exactly. And then I think you develop that weird bond and there's like you always have that weird sexual energy with one of the friends. And then you sleep with them. Yeah. Or at least that's what I do because I'm a hoe, but that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. The, the purpose of this episode is to assure you that being a hoe is not a bad right. thing. It's a great thing. Be a hoe. You only have so much time on this planet. Be a hoe. Exactly. If Lizzo taught us anything, it's that being a hoe is great. And also we should all learn how to play the flute. And love yourself. Anyway. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So um, flash forward to toxic number one toxic relationship and I was just slut shamed constantly and it was you know super duper great 10 out of 10 would not recommend um and really ever since then I like hadn't experienced slut shaming um you know when I dated Matt it wasn't he obviously never slut shamed me or anything and I had had far more partners than he and it was never an issue and with this individual that I'm referring to about this specific situation, um, whom I have talked about many a times. In fact, I talked about him with the defining the relationship. <laughs> uh, 
a common thread is that we yes. feel our our topics and our our advice through our own experience. Hello, this is our podcast. We do what we fucking want. <laughs> yeah. So I was honestly surprised that this happened because for the entirety of our relationship, you know, we never shamed one another. We never kink shamed. We never anything. We both pretty much had the same amount of partners, like the same or similar sexual experience. Like there was, I never felt ashamed about any aspect of my sexual life Mm -hmm. with this person. And that was really nice. And that's how it fucking should be. Mm -hmm. And so I was very surprised because during our stint, mind you, this person wanted um, an open relationship and lied to girls that he was seeing that we were in an open relationship because he told me, oh, yeah, they know about you. And I was like, what the fuck are you telling them? That I agreed to this? Because I I haven't. Right. But okay. And um, so he's sitting here. He's sleeping with, you know, probably four women total, which is fine. Whatever. He explicitly stated he didn't want monogamy and you know the the not okay thing is lying to the other girls but that's fine mm-hmm. i guess um because that's what gets and, you laid honey except no that's not okay yeah that's not, not condoning okay. that behavior um and so anyway months ago i got asked on a date by um a certain person who loosely runs in his circle and um, I've mentioned this, I think I mentioned this person before on the podcast, but I'm not going to go into detail about who they are. Um, but he, he is a very douchey profession and you can like, you can guess. extrapolate from there guys. Exactly. And so I had my first interaction or not really interaction, but the first time I ever saw this person was like many, many moons ago. I was like, I told Jamie, my cousin, I was like, damn. He's hot, and from then on, he was referred to as Hot DJ, and anytime we would go there, out There's the douchey profession you could extrapolate. <laughs> there you go. And um, from then on, uh, that's how he was referred to as, and I, like, had first seen him way before I even, like, met Joel or anything like that, and so... Months, you know, flash forward a bunch of months, we match on like Hinge or Bump. I think it was Hinge. And then we occasionally start chatting. And then one day he asked me out on a date. Mm-hmm. And at this time, I had discovered that friend slash coach worked at the bar. And so I was like, fuck, they're loosely acquainted. They're definitely, in my opinion, they're not friends because friends don't try to fuck other friends, significant others. And I felt at this point that I was a bad friend. Right. And all of his friends knew about me. And if the hot DJ, I'll just refer to him as hot DJ. Hot DJ. Was a friend, he would have known about me. You know what I'm saying? That was my, that was my thought process. But anyway, I was like, well, shit, they're loosely acquainted. They like know of each other or they have hung out, whatever. So he asked me out on a date. And at this point, like, I'm still not exclusive with what's his face because, um, he was avoiding defining the relationship for months, which really could have just avoided all of this. And also we never set expectations. <laughs> right. 
And so I, you know, it was never like, you can't sleep with anyone I know. You can't sleep with this person. I need, you know, there was no ground rules as there should be in any sort of open relationship uh, because we never define exclusivity. None of that. We had never agreed that we were in an open relationship. We just agreed that we were each other's starters if we're going back to the hotation. And Mm -hmm. so that was pretty much how I was treating it. I didn't tell my partners about him because I didn't feel like I was obligated to because I was not in an open relationship. And I wasn't going to lie and be like, I'm in an open relationship that I wasn't fucking in. (laughs) Right. So I never agreed to. Exactly. So um, I did, however, feel as though I should bring it up to him. And I said, you know, so-and-so asked me out on a date. And I was trying to gauge how he would feel. Like if his reaction was very apparent, like negative, like that would make him uncomfortable, whatever. I wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. But he kind of played it off. And for like I had occasionally or he knew that we matched on Hinge and that he had like hit me up and he would say, oh, you know, it'd be funny if I became Eskimo brothers with so-and-so. And I was like, interesting. Okay. Um, which obviously was kind of jokingly, but he was definitely downplaying it. And he never once said like, that would make me uncomfortable, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I went on the date and Mm -hmm. I wasn't planning to sleep with said person, but it ended up happening. And that was that. And that was the only time we didn't really talk after that. That was it. And I never Mm -hmm. told him because... It just didn't – he could have asked me about it. It never got brought up, and I was just like, yeah, whatever. So when we ended, um, you know, it was because I – he basically was just lying by omission to me, and I just couldn't deal with it anymore. The whole, like, not defining the relationship, any of that, it was just too confusing, too much of a mental mind fuck for me. And when I went out of town for two weeks, it turns out that he slept with someone else, which was fine. I couldn't yell at him for that because I had also slept with other people. Mm -hmm. But it was the fact that when I asked him about it, he tried to lie and he tried to not be like, it was just, it was a mess. So I was like, I can't fucking do this. You knew it was going to hurt me. You still did it, et cetera. So flash forward to the other day, we're hanging out. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he made another comment about being Eskimo brothers with this person. And I was like, jokes on you. You already are. And like, we've been done for over a month. So I didn't think really anything of it. And he just got visibly like weird. And I was like, did that upset you? Whatever, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, no, no, it's fine. I'm fine. Which is bullshit, of course. And so then we parted ways, whatever. And then later that night, I wake up to a text from him being or a Snapchat because he refused to text this to me for whatever reason. So we had a Snapchat fight. Um, mm-hmm. and he Which is the sign of someone who respects you and wants you to be able to like observe and look at this later. <laughs> right. Um, and so he basically was like, that's fucked up. You're a hypocrite. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. I can see why you think that way. However, I'm not a, I'm not a hypocrite because, like, I got upset with you because when I asked you about it, you lied. You never asked me about it. So there was nothing for me to lie about. And regardless, we were in a toxic relationship, which obviously makes both parties or all parties involved 
become a little bit toxic. You've all behaved badly. Exactly. And so we both did things that hurt each other. And he was refusing to admit that. He basically was trying to find a reason to get mad at me so that way he could absolve himself of guilt and Mm -hmm. which is whatever, if that's how you want to function. Um, So he basically said, um, congratulations on being another notch on insert name here. This guy's belt. (laughs) Belt. And I was just like, huh, that's a very interesting way to slut shame two people at once. Right. But mostly the girl. Yeah. Mind you, mostly the female involved, which is a key part of slut shaming. Mm -hmm. Women get slut shamed. Men get patted on the back. Exactly. And I was like, wow. Okay. Um, You are entitled to be mad. But as soon as you start saying things that are mean and hurtful, like, that's it. I'm done. So I blocked him on everything because I was like, I'm done. Because Mm -hmm. this conversation, I had already tried to get out of it. It was very cyclical. And I was like, we're not getting anywhere. You're just yelling at me, telling me I'm wrong. And I'm tired of it. So I blocked him. And before I could block him on like my phone phone, because I blocked him on all like social media, he texted me. And I was like, get the fuck out of my face. And he Mm -hmm. was basically like, I'm entitled to be mad, whatever. And I was like, you absolutely are. But as soon as you attack me or shame me or try to make me feel like I'm a whore, that's when I draw the fucking line, bro. But that's also your in, your entitled point to get mad. So like you're mad at each other. Congrats. I know. And I was like, this is stupid. So it was just it was a mess, and it was very weird because of all people in my life, I never would have expected this person to slut shame me. But it's astonishing how anger can make you so cruel, and it's so important for people mm-hmm. to realize that like. You can be mad at someone, but you don't need to be hurtful to them. And that's why when I get upset with people, I take a step back and I typically like, I almost cold shoulder them essentially because I'm like, I'm going to say something that's really mean and that's not what I want to say and I'm going to regret it later. And I would much rather take time to think about why I'm upset so I can articulate that to you properly without fucking attacking you because I think our go-to is to just be put on the defensive and attack people and oftentimes that results especially when it's a situation between a man and a woman and a man is hurt because said woman slept with someone else uh, Mm -hmm. it's become slut shaming which is not okay and I made it clear to him I said you know first of all I really didn't he believed that I did it intentionally to hurt him. And I was like, nah, dude, this was a hot person who I thought was hot way before I knew you existed. And then he showed interest in me and fuck. Yeah. I was going to go for it because he's hot. (laughs) I personally think you're all in the wrong. Um, but his, his slut shaming behavior makes me want to. Well, absolutely. And like, did I maybe subconsciously know that he probably wouldn't be cool with it? Yes. Should I have done it? A 100%, which is like part of why you did it and what motivated you, but you were in a toxic relationship and toxic is as toxic does. And that's how you behave. Like, let's not absolve anybody of their bad behavior here. But like, let's understand the source of it. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I've done something shitty like that. Yeah, bitch, you probably have. We all have. And I'm not... Or if you're over there like, oh, my God, that's fucking terrible. Bitch, you've done something terrible. Yeah. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Yeah, this is a judgment-free zone. And, I'm, and to be honest, like, I even said, you know, I get why you're upset. I can see why it hurt you. And, like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't 
I wasn't sitting here making active decisions to hurt him because I even said, you know, if I was trying explicitly to like inflict the most damage, I would have gone after your best friend because I'm a, I'm a petty bitch. And that's what I would do if I was trying to like really hurt someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so mm, it was just, it was a mess all around. And we kind of put each other in situations that made us be shitty to one another. And I was trying to get him to understand that. And then he was not understanding that and just trying to blame me for everything. And it was a whole mess. And I just, it shocked me. And it really, it was just very upsetting Mm -hmm. because it was a very like, non-explicit way to slut shame someone and I was like fuck this fortunately but also unfortunately you know I dealt with it for so long with a different person that I've come to this point in my life where I'm like fuck that I don't need that if anyone slut shames you you don't fucking need them in your life you can call them out on it whatever because I think especially as women we have a tendency to be uh socialized to slut shame women and that's something that we need to unlearn But there's a difference Mm -hmm. between that and then, like, obviously trying to be hurtful towards someone. So this was just a situation where I was like, fuck this. And that's when you just got to cut that shit out. And such a just, it's never cool. And I am sitting here being like, you did all of these things. You fucked all of these people, putting my health at risk because he never, he was not getting routinely tested. And I got tested Mm -hmm. after every partner and all these things. And I'm like, I could be throwing all of this in your face, but I'm not because I'm a fucking adult. And it was just, it's just messy. And slut shaming makes semi-decent, because I I genuinely don't think that he's a terrible person. He just has toxic traits for whatever reason. Um, But again, I don't think having toxic traits necessarily makes you a shitty person. Um, but mm-hmm. we are not good together. And I was trying to explain that to him. And I was also trying to explain to him that he didn't he didn't own me. And that I was allowed. You know, own me. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that per the uh, situation of our relationship, I was technically allowed to fuck whomever I wanted. I mean, you both were because you kind of like agreed to agree to those rules. So honestly, you're in a really fucked up relationship The the theme still stands and the issue still stands that his response to him being upset and his response to feeling betrayed was to jump at you being a whore and not say it in so many words but definitely imply it and definitely tell you that you lacked worth to who who you had slept with and really make you feel like as if you lacked worth to him because you had fucked somebody else. And that's the real fucking problem here. Yeah. I agree. And disclaimer, I just want to say, like, I'm not sitting here trying to be like, I was in the right. He was in the wrong the whole time. Because that's not true. We both fucked up. But what he did was not cool. And that's never cool. Yeah, like, you can be angry about whatever the fuck you want to be angry about. The reality is you don't jump at you're a whore and try to use that as leverage to make somebody feel bad about themselves. That's fucking slut-shaming. That's shit behavior on your part. Like, we as women need to unlearn that when people say that about us or say that to us and not give it power because if, honestly, like, if you had not given it really any power, I don't think we'd be having this conversation. And that's kind of 
the point I want to drive home that like, if somebody says that shit to you, you don't bat a fucking eye because it doesn't fucking matter. So I am a notch on this man's bedpost. Well, first of all, it's a shitty way to treat your furniture. Second of all, it's a shitty thing to say to someone, douchebag. Um, I don't really care. Yeah, well, he's a notch on your bedpost too. Yeah, exactly. I just want to get high fives for fucking <laughs> right? people. I have to initiate all of the high fives I get for fucking people. That needs to change. I was walking home on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. It was afternoon. And my friend saw me and didn't assume that in my state of being, I was coming home from fucking. And I had to initiate the high five that I got laid. How rude. Was that yesterday when I was on the phone? needs to change. Yes. (laughs) I thought that was what that was. That's exactly what that was. was. He was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the kind of response we need, guys. We need to congratulate people when they get laid because it's a good thing to do. that's really shitty people. Then you need to to chill and be less like Amanda. (laughs) Or my best friend. Mm. What did he do? His ex-girlfriend flew to San Francisco to follow him. Uh, after he broke up with her and he flew to San Francisco that's he flew insane. to San Francisco to get space from her and then she followed him and he was like that's fine because he's too nice and then they had sex and I was like you're a dumb bitch you a dumb fucking bitch yeah that's that's some dumb bitch shit that's like some really dumb bitch shit yeah fuck that first of all so basically what I'm just trying to get at, guys, is uh, slut shaming's bad. Amanda's situation is complicated, but I think it paints a good picture about how you can't let people you can't let people say that to you. But also we need to unlearn a lot of things. Like nobody should be saying that to you. So I wanna I wanna pivot off of your personal tale. And I wanna tell you about some science. We love science. Um, This is from an article from January written by a man with two first names, both of which are man names. His name's Tom Jacobs. And it's from Pacific Standard Magazine. And it's called, Women Are Still Penalized for Having More Sexual Partners. As I said, no one's fucking high-fiving you when you, you get laid. So basically, it's about this study in which each participant was directed to think about either one male or female friend or acquaintance whom they know in real life, B, had information about their sexual history. Subjects then responded... (coughs) Cute. Subjects then responded to 20 statements about this person, which evaluated them in terms of their values, success, intelligence, and likability. Every... Like, literally almost every time they described how many people they thought... So they asked, like, these people... How many people do you think this individual has had sex with? And the results showed a clear fucking pattern. So depending on how many people, like the men, if it was if it was a hundred, the men was like, that's an accomplishment. And the women, it was she's a whore. So women were increasingly derogated, which I don't mm, that doesn't sound like a word. 
derogatory is a word, derogated sounds weird, as the number of sexual partners increased, but the men were not. This pattern held whether the people doing the judging were male or female. The sexual double standard was more pronounced as participants' certainty about the target's number of sexual partners increased. So basically, I think the study, like, said, okay, so they slept with 10 people, they slept with 15, they slept with 20, they slept with 25, and just like kept going up and asking you for your opinions about this person that you brought up and you thought of and is probably your friend and asked for your opinions. Still, the impact of this confidence was very, basically, blah, blah, blah. Women were judged more harshly, even if the participants were relying on rumors or speculation. So if you heard a rumor about Amanda fucking 40 dudes. I wish. (laughs) Right. At that point, I I wouldn't keep track. She's been with like 150 men. And honestly, I was like, I'm impressed. I'm impressed you have the time and the energy. That's that's what it comes down to. Like, I'm truly impressed. And, like, people are, like, blown away about my number. And I'm like, first of all, it's really not that high. You can count it on four hands, Mom. But, basically, women were judged super harshly, even if you were just relying on rumors. So, if we asked how many people do you think they've slept with, and you said 25, that person was judged more harshly than someone who you thought three even if you didn't have any actual substantial evidence they had never outright told you how many people they fucked one possible reason people reacted this way the researchers speculated is that women who reveal their sexual history quote may be perceived as violating social norms which lead to less favorable evaluations it's also possible people may hold in their minds an arbitrary number of the acceptable sexual partners for women and start to look for askins at any woman who surpasses it so basically as i've learned fucking men uh you're not supposed to have had sex with anyone but you're supposed to fuck like a porn star and if they know that you fucked a lot of people, they don't want to fuck you anymore. They don't want to be a statistic. That's what I tell myself. But, oof, oops. Basically, science says that people judge women more harshly for the number of sexual partners that they've had. And men get away with it every single fucking time. And we need to fucking stop with that. First of all, most men are not that good in bed. So if they are fucking lots of people, they're not learning anything. And they are not applying it elsewhere. Second of all, I should be able Mm -hmm. to do what the fuck I want. Including who I want without judgment. In the same way that I might buy really shitty cheap wine. And you shouldn't judge me because you don't know my life. I, again, I'm so glad that I ordered Uber Eats because I'm a little drunk. Didn't eat dinner, guys. Yeah, I just, I have a lot of feelings about this, but I do have stories as well. Mm-hmm. But we should take a break. We should take a break. When we get back, we're going to read a couple little stories from a previous slut walk. And I have another story that is another Am I the Asshole Reddit because I fucking love that thread. BRB, guys. Oh, 
Oh, I love art. So, do you love women? Because I love women. Oh my God. I love women. Same, but not in like the Donald <laughs> Trump way, but in the actual way. Um, I love women. Ugh, gross. Anyway, so we wanted to give a little shout out to some artists that we know and love. Uh, some of love. them have helped out with the podcast. Some of them have been on the podcast and others have <laughs> not. But their artwork is amazing, so we wanted to give them a brief shout-out. So our podcast artwork is by Tori Scranton. We mention her at the end of every episode, and you can find her at T Scranton Art on Instagram. Um, my lovely, beautiful Colombian goddess, Alex Lopez, who was on ah. the episode about polyamory. You can find I love her. her. Right at Speak and Smoke on Instagram. Um, she she's making beautiful gold things, and yeah. I love it. She makes her artwork out of gold leaf, which is a uh, it's inspired by Colombian history and Colombian art, and it's just magnificent. She recently cut off all of her hair and dyed it blonde. She is a bad bitch, and I love her more than life itself. Um, so oh. go check out her work as well. She also has a website called Pura.com. Um, and then there is Miss Sonia Williams, who is another badass feminist goddess who I want to give a quick shout out to. You can find her at Son Bean or Sunbean, S-O-N Bean. Um, she has really cool mm. feminist art. She actually has a piece that if uh, it says my body, my choice and 100 percent of the proceeds go to Planned Parenthood. Um, so definitely check out her work as well. And then last but not least is someone that we actually went to school with who is also <laughs> A badass artistic woman who draws like children's book, but she children books artwork, but she also uh, does commission work as well. She did a piece. Um, if you were to go on my Instagram, she did a piece that uh, was basically a really cool piece for me and my siblings. Um, and you can find her at Madco M A D D K O, um, and that's Madeline Kozlowski. She is dope as hell. Um, anyway, so I definitely have her like second grade picture somewhere in my parents' house. Oh, she, yeah. I, I feel like I was in her like first grade class or some shit. So, right. um, yeah, check out all these amazing women. Um, some of them who have helped with the podcast or been on the podcast. Others we're just giving a shout out to because we love to, su to support. I'm drunk. I'm slurring my words. Small businesses <laughs> <laughs> and also badass women. So. Unpopular opinion. The Hadid sisters look like aliens. They are too pretty and their eyes are spaced super far apart and they don't look human. And despite how weird I think they look, The Weeknd is not cute enough to date any of them. And he should date me instead. Welcome. Thank you to my TED talk. Yeah, I need to eat something. Fun. Hello. <laughs> We're back from our break now. Is Amanda there? I don't know. This is Amanda. my podcast now. I am the captain now. <laughs> she. <laughs> I am the captain now. She killed me. From 600 miles away. It's, that is a very gross exaggeration. It's only like 350. 6,000 miles, miles away. away. <laughs> yeah, I did that. 
Yeah, oh. I did that, guys. I'm powerful. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Why is Taylor Swift winning VMAs? These are questions I don't understand. These music videos have been out for three days. She doesn't deserve anything. No, no, no. Not Lover. It's the other one. You need to calm down or whatever. Okay, still, these music videos have been out for three days. Um, and You Need to Calm Down was cute because she had a million people in it. Not because it had any value. I have not listened to Lover. It's been out for several days. I refuse to listen to it and give her first week numbers because she is indignant about everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel the need to be equally as indignant. She literally holds a large portion of the music industry by the balls and really doesn't do a, a whole fucking lot to help other people. She has done better recently but mostly because her friends literally shamed her into it. And that's why shame can be a powerful thing, my friends. Welcome back to our podcast. Sometimes people slut-shame you and call you a whore. And that's wrong. Todd recalls shaming Taylor Swift into being a better LGBT ally is not a bad thing. It was necessary and should have been done years ago. Yep. And that's the tea. And that's the tea. But yeah, so we're going to continue talking slut-shaming, guys, because um, I don't really know what I'm doing. I It took reading other people's stories for me to reflect on my personal experience in being slut-shamed. So I wanted to read some of those that really sparked my interest. And yeah, we're going to get into it. So this is from a Cosmopolitan article that interviews people at one of the uh, Amber Rose slut walks that isn't happening this year. Starting with number one. No, the burp didn't come, darn it. There it is. Okay, now we're going to get serious because it is trigger warning sexual assault. This is personal to me because of sexual assault. When I was in high school, I was raped. I was slut-shamed because, oh, you were just there being a hoe and therefore deserved it. And you're lying about it. It messed with my self-esteem a lot, my self-worth, and it took a lot of work and therapy and good people around me to help bring me out of all of it. And a lot of resilience. And a lot of people don't also have that support. So it's important to me to talk to young women or high school youth who might also have gone through that and share my story with them. Fuck yeah. Share your fucking story. Um, it's kind of like Easy A. Once, you, once it's spoken to existence, you're a whore. What fun. Um, and this one is the one that really affected me and really uh, made me think of my past experiences. Um, because I was literally talking about this past experience, and I'll get into it. Do you want me to read it? Yes, go ahead. I came to support my friend Chelsea. I thought this would be an interesting experience, so I joined. I don't usually hang out at protests like this, but I think the cause is important. I was in a a fraternity in college, and I didn't personally witness this, but I heard the story. There was a different fraternity who had a chapter on Sundays, and every Sunday they would get up and ask who slept with a particular girl. Fuck. And somebody every week raised their hand and they always mentioned her by name. And I was like, well, 
that's shitty. <laughs> they talk about things like that and bring it up in kind of an embarrassing way. That's pretty much a blatantly slut shaming as as blatantly slut shaming as you can get. I don't think you can ever fully get rid of the mentality that allows for slut shaming, but I do think it's important for men to be more informed about the things that women deal with and the way they're perceived and the way they want to be perceived. If this is a man, it's a man. Sex with me? <laughs> he was cute. They have pictures of this article that's worth noting. He was cute. Um, and this, this is the one that got me because one of my prouder moments in uh, college was my friend Jess, who has previously been on the podcast, was our sorority social chair. And she canceled all of our events with uh, good old Cap Sigma because they slut shamed one of our sisters and it got back to us. And she was very distraught. It was, it was basically, they told a boy basically not to date her because she had slept with other like guys in the frat or something. And like straight up told him not to in the middle of a chapter meeting much like this. And she was like, no, we're not fucking, we don't fuck with that. I'm not dealing with that. Goodbye. Go fuck yourselves. And it was truly one of the more proud moments of our friendship because fuck yeah. She didn't, and at the time she didn't tell anybody why we were doing it. It was just like, no, I'm not getting into why we're doing this. They're not worth our time. We are not hanging out with them. We are not doing things with them. It's done. And I was very proud. But also, um, I can confirm that these things do happen because that fraternity would get up and tell each other who they slept with. I came up in meetings and, um, I honestly think that two guys that I had had relations with became friends because they were Eskimo brothers. Because I only saw them out together once I had slept with both of them. So I'm so happy for them that they can be friends now. But one of, uh, I was telling someone this on Friday that I got like super weirdly slut shamed and pretty much blackballed by an entire group of like a year of students in a fraternity um, because I gave one of their members mono, um, which is bad. Um, but I attended an event as a sober sister, which means I literally shouldn't have been able to get in the bar, used a fake ID from one of my friends and told the guy checking the IDs that I was there to just hang out and be sober. Um, he looked at the ID. He looked at me. He looked back at the ID. He laughed and handed it back to me because I did not look like it at all. And I drank water and drank lemonade and hung out and had a good time with my friends until this guy basically got a little predatory and started force feeding me rum and cokes. The rum and cokes kicked in as they are wont to do. And when he shoved his tongue in my mouth, I didn't really care because I'd had too many rum and cokes. Mm. And then he got mono violently and they asked him where he got it and he got it from me and those boys wouldn't talk to me anymore and it's wild because I like should I have pushed him off of me should I have not been there should I have like done everything in my due diligence not to give this stupid boy mono Maybe. 
But also it's as much his issue as mine because he was the one who was really pushing for it. But I got I got blackballed. I got like just they wouldn't talk to me. And no one really understood why. And I was like, oh no, it's because they know you gave Andy mono. He he like almost couldn't pledge, you know? Like it was serious. He almost couldn't pledge. He was so sick because you gave him mono. You know what? I gave probably a fair number of people mono that year. Um, and I never made the move. They all shoved their tongues down my throat while I was dancing or just had a good fucking time. I'm not the whore for doing that. I didn't even fuck that guy. I just made out with him. But I am a whore for having given him mono. So, fuck that. Fuck people. And fuck slut-shaming and thinking that someone's a bad person because they hooked up with another person. I understand that he got a disease. And it sucks. I had mono too. But, you know what? I didn't do shit like that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm burpee. Fuck. Okay, and the last one. The other night, I love this one all the way, all the way. The other night, me and my friends go out. There are six of us. We're in VIP. We're having a great time twerking and whatnot. This fucker starts throwing ice at us. Literally throwing ice at us, which is such a, like, middle school move. Calling us names. We have no idea who this guy is. So what do we do? Continue to twerk. There's no shaming these sluts. At first, we got a little pissed, but then we were like, you know what? He's a fucking dick. We didn't come here to worry about how he feels. We came here to have a good time. So we continued to have a good time. And when we saw that guy later walking by his fucking self because he didn't have anyone to hang out with because he was such a douche. Basically, cancel people who slut shame you. That's all. That's the team. Cancel people who slut shame you. Cancel people who... Cancel people who refuse to hear the whole side of the story. Because with every sexual experience, there's at least uh, two participants. So if you're not willing to uh, know the whole story and you're not willing to hear out the whole story, much like in your situation, like, there was a whole other person that that lover of yours Mm -hmm. considers a friend that he could have talked to he he could be talking to and being like dude what the fuck why Mm -hmm. would you do that but no it comes down to you and your abilities Mm -hmm. to make decisions it's not seen as a mutual issue he's mad at me (laughs) he's just mad at you because men are pieces of shit and if there is anything to show you that sexuality is not a choice, it's the existence yeah. of straight Yeah, and to, to really top it all off, he just said, because I, since we're in the mood of slut shaming, I'm like really fired up and I said something to him. And because we're in the midst of this podcast and I've had some wine, this individual texted me and I was like, you know what? I'm upset because you slut shamed me. And he goes, in regards to my comment about the whole being one of hundreds of notches on someone's belt, R.E. me slut-shaming you. I'm sorry you feel that way, but whether or not you admit it, you were hypocritically slut-shaming me in some form the entire time we were dating. And that's why I'm so hurt. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes, bitch. 
What? What? Wait, so Apparently. you were slut shaming him? Apparently. Now? And I was like, oh, no, no. No. Making it explicitly clear that uh, when I was trying to define the relationship and let you know that I didn't want an open relationship and you were refusing to have that conversation. And I said, you know, the more I get feelings for you, the more jealous I will get by the women that you sleep with is not slut shaming. Being mad at you because when I asked you about said partners, because in an open relationship, you're supposed to communicate these things. You tried to lie to me, mm -hmm. thus me getting upset does not equate to slut shaming. Calling me one of hundreds of notches on someone's belt and getting mad because I slept with someone is slut shaming. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, you can go fuck yourself. Please and thank you. Because I won't anymore. What? Hey. <laughs> so, yeah. And I was like, now you're just trying to deflect blame onto me and you can fuck off. I mean... That's also such, I think that's an important conversation. He yeah. doesn't even understand slut shaming. He doesn't get it. He doesn't. Not that men cannot be slut shamed. Men just are frequently not slut shamed. Um, yes. Gay men are slut shamed. Straight men are not. So, yeah, you weren't slut shaming him by telling him you wanted to be in a monogamous relationship and you didn't like that yeah. he fucked other people. Because that was, in essence, yeah. a betrayal. That wasn't you telling him that you didn't want to, like, be... No. No, honey. No. Yeah. No. No. God, I hate men. I hate men, but I'm going to go Snapchat a bunch of them. My spread of french fries wine and a microphone yeah no fuck men fuck their misunderstanding of slut shaming and while they still slut shame you they don't even understand what they're doing which i think is such a huge source of the problem exactly they think they're saving you let me repeat that they think they're saving you well, i don't I mean, have a french fry with the french fry no no i want fucking french fries bro Ugh. i'm happy with myself but yeah we're going to keep telling stories. I really want to tell this one because I thought it was uh, really funny because it's a nurse practitioner. So it's someone you, in, <laughs> in theory, could work with. Um, and if the, you witness this happening, uh, you would get sent to HR for punching damn right someone. I would. Okay, you want me to read it? Okay. Please. Huh. I, a female who is 21 years old, recently encountered a new sexual partner. I love the way they wrote that. I recently encountered. This girl is a huge nerd and you can totally tell, which is not, not the reason she should be slut shamed, but it adds a certain it's level like, of adorableness. Uh, of all people to get slut shamed, it should not be this girl. Anyway, we used a condom, but afterwards I felt a little uneasy as to this was the first time I had ever hooked up with someone I just met. Ooh. My previous sex, I know. My previous sexual partners have all been someone I have developed deep connections with in some kind of way. Oh, girl. I'm serious. Uh, guys, imagine okay. Beanie Feinstein writing this. So That's true. exactly like the kind of like nerdy-ish nerdy, nerdy -ish girl that like 
I'm imagining on the other side. Oh, and she gets a little While condoms greatly reduce the chance of contracting mm-hmm. an STI. Oh, I love that she says STI instead of STD, but let's be real, it's STD. It cannot provide absolute protection. A few days ago, I noticed my discharge changed to a white substance that's different from my normal discharge. For those of you who don't know, vaginas have discharge, which is normal and natural, so fuck off. And the first thing that came to my head was, oh my God, it's an STD. I have never had one before and I have no idea the symptoms, but an STD was all I could think about, of course, because I'm assuming she lives in the United States of America and uh, our sex education system is trash. Mm -hmm. So I went to urgent care Mm -hmm. because I wanted to see if there was maybe a simpler answer to this problem, yeast infection, UTI. And if not, I wanted to send my urine off for an STD screening. My doctor asked me a series of questions. When did you become sexually active? When was your last sexual partner? How many sexual partners have you had? Et cetera, et cetera. All of which I was upfront and honest about so she could better treat me. Oh, hero. It came time for her to make a diagnosis and tell the best course of action. (laughs) She says, based on my symptoms, I am showing hallmark signs of a yeast infection, but but she will send my urine off for a culture and STD screen along with a swab from my vagina so she can tell what type of yeast is growing down there. This is so thorough. I love it. I know. Bless this girl. As I'm about to get my keys and stand up to walk out, she says, Dear, will you sit down for just another minute? Fuck. Oh. I sat back down and looked at her, curious as to what she wanted to talk about. With all of that being said, you're 21 years old. You really need to guard and protect your character. I looked at her like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And she continued... Well, you know, guys get to have sex all they want and nothing bad comes out of it for them. But you know us as women, we can't be doing that as much because we have to protect our character. It was like she was almost a feminist, but then not. Um, At this point, I was pretty fucking angry. You could tell by my silence and the way my lips were pressed. Oh, I love that she's painting this picture. The way that my lips were pressed together. I thought that maybe it couldn't get any worse. Then she proceeded to say, you're going to want to have kids someday. And that, and the way you're living your life now could really hurt you and your chances of having a kid with a grown man. With a good man. Oh, that sounds a lot better than a grown man. Okay. I mean, let me, let me, let me that you're going to want to have kids one day <laughs> and the way you're living your life now could really hurt you and your chances of having a kid with a good man. Because good men only want virginal women. Yeah. Um, If you can't unironically wear white on your wedding day, he's never going to want you. (laughs) But you should still fuck like a porn star. Um, I was open and honest with this woman in hopes that it would be, that it would help her better treat me. And in turn, I get slut shamed for it. I posted this in a forum about sexual education and was getting advice to report her to HR. Do it, bitch. I don't want to go after anyone's job because you're so nice, but I don't want other women to have to go through the same thing just for having sex. Yes. Will I be an asshole if I report her to HR? Should I leave it alone? No. Fucking report that bitch. Report that bitch. If I left urgent care and someone said that to me, I would literally like there'd be a Yelp review there'd be HR there'd be like I'd be so angry 
oh, this is. I'd me. be so infuriated, right? And there's the some- fact that she kept it together and just pressed her lips together is beyond me, right? And the best part is, is in the update, one of well, the first update, she goes. For everyone slut shaming me even further, sorry you're insecure that I'm having more fun than you. <laughs> Fucking kissing. Yes, bitch. Hero. Yes, you've had one one night stand, bitch. You are having so much fun. You are living. You are 21 years old, and you should absolutely be doing that. Wow. So she did end up calling, um, and she explained that she um, didn't want to like take her job or anything, but right. No, this, this is, I'm imagining literally like my first GP who was my mom's GP and therefore very motherly towards me. And I couldn't fucking stand it. She's like, are you, are you having sex? Okay. Well, you, you need to be careful out. It's like, bitch, do you think I don't know? You made me take all this health class that never taught me if I if or when I could orgasm, but it did tell me that condoms would would not help me uh, not get pregnant, but they might help with STDs. You did you did make me take a health class where a lady told me to rip apart a piece of paper and told me that was my soul if I slept with anyone besides my destined husband at a public school. In the democratic and blue-leaning state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I fucking hate the patriarchy. <laughs> it blows my mind that, like, you, you even as a medical professional, and, like, she also clarifies that this was not her doctor. This was a nurse practitioner, which, like, the last time I went in for, like, my shit with a nurse practitioner, she was super fucking cool. She's like, yeah, you're just she basically did everything but say like good job on getting laid which is exactly the right response and what I want I want high fives but it amazes me that you can live with yourself and go home and look yourself in the mirror when you like get up in people's business like this even if you are a medical professional and you think you have a good good check on their reality and you are a medical pro- professional, Amanda. Like, you don't quite know what your patients are going through. You also quite don't know their whole fucking business. How dare you? Also, it's 2019. Let girls have sex. Who? Also, who are these men who are supposed to be fucking and getting away with it? Who are they fucking? Yeah. And- In the theory of, like, men get to have sex with whoever they want and get away with it. Who are they fucking? Each other? Because the women aren't supposed to have sex with them. So, like, who are they fucking? Is there just one girl getting gangbanged constantly? I don't think so. No, we're lying to ourselves. It's fucking ridiculous. I hate society. I hate it so much. But I do love French fries. Yeah, I mean, I would, I just, I could not imagine ever... (sighs) I recently had a patient who was very upset about a certain sexual situation they had. And I just like looked them in the eye and was like, I want to be perfectly clear with you that however you're feeling is valid and that you should not feel guilty about like any decision you make regarding this. And he was like, that just feels so good. Right. You're okay. So we have to, at the end of the day, live with our decisions and 
while I do want to tell you that slut shaming is wrong and we need to unlearn it and we need to, next time you think to yourself that that girl's a slut or that girl in that tiny dress going into that club is a total slut and she's just, she's just using her body to get attention or she's just, she's just gonna fuck some guy and it's, she's, whatever. Think to yourself why you're thinking that way and why it fucking matters it is no skin off of your nose if somebody else has sex or not. If somebody else comes, that's not going to prevent you from coming. Ever. Honestly, if somebody else comes, you can definitely imagine them coming and be a little freak and probably get off on it. So, who the fuck cares? And that patient you did tell me about, and that was a, that was an interesting situation, and that was... A deciding, probably a deciding moment in that individual's life. But like, it doesn't fucking matter. Go out and be your, do what you want. Do it within reason. Do it with protection. And don't like spread diseases. It's all we can fucking ask for. You should be able to do exactly what you want, when you want, and where you want. Within reason. The reality is the world is not safe and people aren't going to unlearn slut shaming tomorrow. And I do also want to make that clear. People aren't going to unlearn this tomorrow just because I said so into a microphone. But it's still shitty. And you as an individual can think to yourself, why am I thinking this way? Whether it's a stranger or your friend or your family or somebody on TV. The Bachelorette was, this past season was very much marked by like a conversation about slut shaming, which is very important, especially for the super religious people that were apparently on that show this season, because it was Guy, and she was like, we go to the same church, I love you. And then he slut shamed her, and she was like, Jesus still loves me no matter how many dudes I fuck. Remember that, guys, Jesus still loves you, even if you don't believe in Jesus. Somebody does. Your mom probably does. And if your mom doesn't, I do. Are you even still there? I'm still there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you texting? Yes. <laughs> you goddamn bitch. I was angry ranting. I was telling him to leave me the fuck alone. I'm proud of you. I'm sorry. But like. I'm sorry. I got really distracted. Yeah. Yeah, you did, bitch. <laughs> That was a really good monologue. I just it thought. was. I was so listening. I just wasn't adding commentary. So, God, I love French fries. <laughs> so, as we come to a close, remember what Billie Eilish once said. It's, Don't fucking slut shame people. It's Eilish. Not Eilish. <laughs> I need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's Billie Eilish. So she pronounces the name right, is what you're telling me. Yes. <laughs> but it's not I it's not Eilish, it's Eilish. Like it's it's not It's Billy Eilish. 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 You're saying I know I'm saying it differently than you. I know I'm emphasizing okay. different things than you. But like if if your name is Eilish, which is gay, like the Gaelic equivalent to Elizabeth. Um so basically her name is Robert Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> or no, Bill Bill is William, so William Elizabeth, um, or William Elizabeth. Oh my god, it's like yes. the Caribbean. Exactly. I was gonna say like the Queen and oh, wait a minute. When did when did Pirates of the Caribbean 
She was not born then. Don't worry. It came out in actually now three. So yeah, she was born in two thousand one. So we're so we're good. I was about to say, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, Billy Eilish is my brother's age, so I know these things. Oh my god, is your brother a senior in high school now? He's a senior. So it's weird. Yeah, if you want to go to a football game, I know somebody in the band. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to this. As Billie Eilish once said, stop fucking slut-shaming people. And then... Because she's, like, mad that people... She wears the baggy clothes for a million reasons. One of them is so you don't see that she's hot. Because, like... She's got big tits. Reality is she's definitely hot under there. She is 17, and it is wrong to sexualize minors. But when she turns 18... I almost assure you in the same, like, Kylie Tyga kind of way, she will have her transition out. In the same way that, like, Celine Dion and her manager didn't date until she was 18, that will happen. But this will be a much more healthy thing because she will be showing off her body on her terms when she is in full control of herself and her money and herself. And that's important. So, good for you, Billy. Or... As you would be in Gaelic, William Elizabeth, <laughs> Billy Eilish. But yeah, so fuck yeah. Don't fucking slut shame people, guys. Um, that's the thesis statement of our show today. And probably most of the time. And so, as we come to a close, because I'm tired and I ordered chicken wings and I'd like to eat them. Amanda, what is your happy ending I got week? promoted. Yeah, bitch! <laughs> so I dumped, or I officially cut out a asshole, and I got promoted. So honestly, I'm all in all just making moves. Making money I mean, my moves. cystic acne is flaring up a little bit, and I'm not cool with that, but that's okay. I'm really happy for you. Like, I'm super, other than the cystic acne... But I also have that. I have it almost in the same spot. So I feel like we're like cyst sisters. Yeah. You know, that's a thing. That's a thing that exists. That exists. My happy ending this week is that I did a million DIY projects over the weekend. And they're so pretty. I have a new tile backsplash in my kitchen and I have a new accent wall in the bedroom area of my studio. And it's so pretty. And it is so Instagram ready, and I'm very excited. Please follow me on Instagram. You'll see it. And I joked on Sunday that I was able to, like, have the energy to paint my apartment because I came really hard that morning. (laughs) (laughs) Don't slut shame me, guys. Um, But really reflecting on it, I could have done that by myself, first of all. And second of all, I had that power within me the whole time. I did not need a dick, finger, or tongue to assist with that. It was inside of me the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I will say the the man gives, the head game is mad. But like, but... Yeah, no, and that's that's the sentiment I want to leave you guys with. Uh, first of all, you don't need a man. Second of all, you don't even need a partner to really 
be exactly what you want to be and do what you want to do. Fuck everything else. You don't need that shit. I also had an Uber driver who drove me over to my booty call who basically told me that. And her name is Katerina. And I'd like to thank Katerina for the sentiment. I think it finally stuck after I got laid. She was like, why are you going to boys? She was also super Russian. Why are you going to boys? You don't need a man. And then she explained to me that she finally broke up with her super toxic toxic boyfriend and was really focusing on herself and her photography. She's a photographer. I'm really happy for Katerina. And yeah, her ex sounded absolutely useless and like absolute piece of shit. And then we talked about bad dates for the rest of the, day, the rest of the ride. And it was great. Yeah, I talked to my Uber drivers about this podcast a lot, guys. But we also have some Ooh. listener mail. It's a happy but weird one. So, you didn't burp at all in this episode. I'm doing it all. I did. I've spoken a little bit before at some point, but there was a lot. Okay, it's there. There was a lot of noise happening, and so you'll probably cut it out. But Uh, I'll go back and just get all the burps from all the episodes, and it'll be like a whole thing. We'd spoken a little bit to get to know each other, but honestly, it was pretty brief, and we just decided it would be easier to get a drink and do the whole get-to-know-you thing in person. I didn't get serial killer vibes, and we arranged to go to the pub. I knew quite well I so... Rather. We arranged to go to a pub I knew quite well, so I was comfortable. No indication of anything weird was on the cards. So Troy, this is the man's name, turns up. Good-looking guy, great smile, I'm down for a nice evening. I arrived a bit early, so I'd already got a drink. So we said hi, and the first one hits. Troy's going to get a drink. Do you want anything? It took me a moment to process, and then I laughed a little, because I figured it was a bit or something, and I'd missed the lead on. Oh, how wrong I was. This went on for a good two goddamn two hours before I finally managed to excuse myself. I felt bad because he genuinely seemed nice, but God, it drove me up the wall. Oh, Troy works at, insert place of work here. Troy knew this guy in school who, Troy's going to go use the toilet. Be back in a minute. I wanted to turn around and say, what's going on? Are you not Troy? Have I gone insane? (laughs) But I didn't want to be rude, so I just left it and waited for an out. When we left to go our separate ways, he didn't push it, and I certainly wasn't gunning for a second date, so we hugged awkwardly. A lesson learned from my first Tinder date when the guy went in for a hug and I shook his hand. (laughs) I once had a man try to shake my hand um, when we were done fucking, and that was his signature, I'm done having sex with you move, like forever done having sex with you move, and I'll never forget it. Mm. I told him to go fuck himself. It was great. Nice. But girl tries to shake man's hand, and then we both went home. It was just straight weird. Still to this day, I don't understand it. How does someone pick up an affectation like that the only thing i could think is it was some kind of challenge or dare a date where you only speak in the third person and see how quickly the other person leaves or calls you out on it but if that's so troy had some serious skill because that dude did not falter once i doubt i'll never know i reloaded tinder to see if he was still on there but i think he must have deleted his account because i couldn't find him this was two years ago Sometimes I wonder about him. I wonder if he realizes he gave me one of the strangest evenings of my life. I will probably never meet him again. Our paths crossed for one night only. 
but I'm certain for as long as I live, I will never forget Troy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Troy. Troy. I would literally, like, I feel like that's in the same vein as the puppet guy date, where it's like, are you kidding? This is real. This is a real thing that you're doing. Oh, my God. I do like the theory that it was a dare. That's an interesting take that I did not think yeah. of. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I'm really sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I hope that the Bari one too was not ruined by your experience by Tro- with Troy. Because I feel like I've been out on bad dates at restaurants or bars and they're ruined for me. Gibson's and the Viagra Triangle. Absolutely ruined. <laughs> If you'd like to submit your own worst date, horror story, sex mishap, or boner blunder, feel free to submit named or anonymous stories to 50worststatespodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at 50worststatespod on Instagram. If you think we're valid sources for advice and want to ask us questions, we'll take those emails too. We are trying to have an advice episode, so please, 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 please submit to us for advice. We, yes. Like, ask us, ask us your most ridiculous questions. Yeah, there's no dumb question. Like, I'm so excited for it. We have a little bit of content, but, like, I'm so excited for it. Our goal is to base feature episodes after stories or advice that we don't have to give ourselves. That is, stories that are not our own. We haven't been on that many bad dates. Thank the loud. If you love our music, it is from bensound.com. And if you love our cover art, it is by my beloved pal, Tori Scranton. You can find her at T Scranton Art on Instagram or Etsy. And that's the tea, hey. bitches.